0: I'm Josh Cooperman, and this is Convo by Design, recorded in the Living Kitchen Studio. 2019. Can you believe we're, we're halfway through 2019 already? Anyway, 2019 brought my first visit back to KBiz. It was back in Las Vegas, and between KBiz, the Kitchen and Bath Industry Show, and IBS, International Builders Show, this presented an opportunity For for me to go out and see some of the designers and architects I hadn't seen in a long time as well as see some amazing new products. It gives you, uh, as a designer or architect, a chance to go out and see these products as well. Literally, miles and miles of aisles featuring some of the most unique, stunning, and important products and services in the business today. I've spoken with hundreds of creatives, and here's what you tell me. With consistency is that you don't have the time you need to research new products it's it's simple this is how you do it you you go and you spend the three days and you walk the miles and miles like i do and i'm i'm still not sure that i saw absolutely everything at the convention but i was reminded just how important this part of the business actually is major events like this also provide an opportunity to see old friends make some new ones and attend parties and recharge the batteries and reconnect a little bit. So I attended the Sub-Zero Wolf Party, which featured the full product line, as well as cooking displays from some truly talented chefs, putting Sub-Zero and Wolf appliances to the test. That was one of the parties I went to, which was incredibly fun. But I would say I walked on average between three and four miles a day um, and saw hundreds of products, I, I spoke to a few people. I mean, l- look, I, there's no way that I could talk to everybody, and um, I, I I felt like if I if I did too much and throw through too many products out there, either you wouldn't get enough time to hear what it is that they do, or um, it would just be like a catalog. And I didn't want to do that. What I wanted to do is I wanted to see if I could find some truly unique products just to give you a taste and a sampling of what I found out there. So, walked about three to four miles a day and found some really interesting products that I wanted to introduce you to. Convo by Design is presented by Snyder Diamond. Their unwavering commitment to provide designers and architects with the tools to help create the kitchen and bath of dreams for their clients is unmatched. Why? Well, first you have amazing service, and then you have world-class products that help make homeowners remarkable in the kitchen, Like those from Sub-Zero, Wolf, and Cove. Sub-Zero's refrigeration provides so many options with regard to finish, configuration, and width that you will find the right product for just about any space that you can design. If not familiar with the Pro Series, you must see this. Glass front or solid, side by side or over, under, with options from 36 inches to 48 inches. Pair that with Wolf Warming Drawers for both custom look and state-of-the-art design and functionality. This is function with flair and flexibility. And if that wasn't enough, Cove dishwashers offer that zero Wolf quality, style, and technology for a kitchen suite of products that work seamlessly together. And here's something even better. Through the Grand Kitchen event, your clients can receive three additional years of protection with a qualified kitchen appliance package. Details and conditions apply, so find out more by visiting any of the three Los Angeles area Snyder Diamond locations. And visit the Pasadena or Santa Monica showrooms to see the all-new, redesigned, amazing living kitchen. First up was a boutique architectural hardware company from Southern California called Mockit. Billy Peel from Doug Mockit & Company. We were founded in 1980. Uh,
1: Doug Mockit came up with the flip-top tab for a grommet, in-desk grommet, for cable management solution. And uh, since then, we've grown to expand our line into other areas of cable management including in-desk power. Uh, we also have a kitchen and bath line including code hooks, shelf supports, drawer pulls, uh, you name it. We have over 5,000 SKUs. so. A little company came out of the garage in Hermosa Beach, California, is now a full-blown, you know, shipping distribution center.
0: So wait a minute, you guys are from Hermosa Beach. We're from the South Bay as well. Excellent. So are you? Is the company still down there? We're currently in Torrance. Oh, very cool. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm geeking out a little bit. All right, because you come, you come all the way to Las Vegas to find your neighbors. That's absolutely. It's thing. <laughs> it's a thing. small world, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, tell me something. Tell me about how are how are designers. Using the product now because I think it's really interesting. And having produced um, desks for broadcast and podcasters and YouTubers, right? We are in the process. When I say we, Convo by Design, we are actively looking for ways to continue hiding the, the cabling, um, to to make the channeling more efficient. To find everything needs power now, right? Everything plugs Absolutely. in. So, how do you guys manage the process with five thousand SKUs? How are designers using the product? So
1: what originally started as in-desk solutions for office has now sort of transcended into different market segments. Now hospitality, residential, there's a, there's a need for power everywhere now that our mobile devices are sort of dictating the way we work and how we work and we're always connected. So, so, but the, the irony of it is though, even in a wireless world, you know, we have our laptops, we have our phones, um, that's how we stay connected, but they need to be charged. And so, even in this wireless world, you have wires, and you have wire management issues. So, like you said, you're always going to want to keep those wires nice and tidy behind the desk, under the desk, down a table leg, anywhere where it's going to be out of sight. Um, we have hundreds of different SKUs for, you know, like everything from wire stays, wire molds that are sold by the foot and cut to length, to like little straps, loops, hooks. Widgets that are like for every nook and cranny so
0: talk to me about um, fit and finish
1: well It depends on Exactly how you're going to apply the application Uh, if you're if you're looking for just a basic like wire stay behind your desk We're not going to see it chances are it's just going to be bad to the bone black But we have some fun ones where a lot of times there's simply no way to hide it so we kind of encourage or we we promote the idea of like, we'll put them on display and have fun with it, and we have wild colors and really cool spiral brush wire managers, things that are like gonna grab your attention and be like, wow, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. We're trying to make you know, make the best of a bad situation.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because you know years ago, designers did everything they could to try to hide the TVs because the TVs were big and they were bulky and they were right. boxy, and then before you know it, they get slim, then you're hanging them on the wall, you've got more options, but right. now everything is, is wired and not everything can be in-wall wiring. Um, tell me about the design process for you guys. How do you? How, who does the designing for your products? So we do a lot of
1: in-house design. We actually host an annual design competition too, which is really cool. So we have a lot of students, freelance designers, people that wouldn't have the, the normal distribution means to like get their product idea and make it come to life. And that's an opportunity for them to submit that and, and a lot of times we, we take those and we're able to manufacture it and then they get royalties based on sales it's a really cool opportunity but but apart from the uh, apart from the design competition and our in-house design uh, we do distribute some parts from you know we have a lot of like exclusive distribution agreements with companies around the world so when is the competition? We accept entries all year round, but they're due the Tuesday after Labor Day.
0: Where are the Where are the uh, rules and uh, conditions? There's really no criteria, like there's no... Pro-
1: anything? Right, you can submit anything. I mean, obviously we're looking for architectural hardware. Uh, so we're looking for things that will fit our line, things that can be considered hardware solutions, um, but there's no professional credentials required, nothing like that. Anybody that has an idea is welcome to send in a sketch or a prototype or... Or even just a, a written explanation of it. So,
0: do you guys do any um, any licensing with designers or architects? Do you do you do any any partnerships in that yes, regard? Yes,
1: we do. We have a lot of uh, designers that we work with, and um, you know, they they're very helpful along in the production cycle. Or as we work on their parts, we have to go back to them for tooling and redesign. And uh, but yeah, they're there every step of the way, and then you know they continue to come back with designs,
0: and so we're very open to that, yes. Mock it. Very cool. Right, Thank you. Thanks, Billy. Sure, thank you. You're always looking to hide cables, make outlets disappear, and if you do have to see them, find a way to incorporate them into your design instead of just having to work around them. And this company definitely did that, right? So next up is Bosch. Furnaces. Heating and cooling, the last seven years have brought some really wacky weather across the West uh, and the country as a whole. Traditionally, in Southern California, these, while not an afterthought, um, have not been high on the list. I think it's safe to say heating and cooling is a critical part of the bill now um whether it's a new build remodel or a reimagined design so here's some things to consider kyle murray so we're at kbiz with kyle tell me what we have here because we were talking a little bit prior to hit and go and a lot of the products that you guys are featuring here technological really smart fuel efficient energy efficient what what is the line like now and what are you guys trying to Tell the designers and architects that are coming through the
2: space? Okay. One of the things that we focus on here at Bosch is the efficiency of the products and the efficiency of of, um, the the design of the products. So, Bosch is an engineering solutions company. Um, So, we have a wide variety of products. We have everything from water heaters, tankless water heaters, high-efficiency water heaters. We have high-efficiency heat pumps and mini-splits. So, we, we focus on the areas of the house and the areas of design and construction that are relevant to the, uh, the architects and engineers and our, 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 our contractors as well. So we've, we try to design our products that will fit into the home, fit nicely into the home, and also provide the most efficiency. So for every dollar that you put into one of our products, you'll get probably 90 to 95% energy out of it, either in the, in the area of, of heat cooling or in the area of hot water heating or hot water heating for boiler technologies for radiant heating and and, uh, solutions like that. How
0: how has the industry changed, call it in the last five to seven years?
2: So the industry has changed. I mean, I've been in this industry for 35 years. So the industry in the last seven to 10 years is really focused on efficiency. So efficiency and um, compact design. So we, we traditionally heat our water with tank water heaters here in the US. The rest of the world heats their water with tankless water heaters. So we've gone from large storage tanks that take up you know, uh, 10 square feet of, a, of, of area in a house to a a water heater that'll actually hang on the wall. So, um, and and in addition to that, the efficiency of our heating equipment, so gas furnaces, um, uh, heat pumps as well. The heat pump technologies, I think, are the most revolutionary thing in the air conditioning business right now. Um, That's the fastest growing segment of the air conditioning market. And heat pumps do both heating and cooling. And we've now come up with cold climate heating heat pumps. So, it used to be that heat pumps were traditionally used south of the Mason-Dixon line. Um, but now we have cold climate heat pumps which will operate down to minus five degrees. So we're able to go up into the, um, most northern states and into Canada as well, um, with heating and cooling solutions for for the, uh, the industry. Talk to me about the difference between
0: this and a traditional system that's working off of, off of ducts. Because in smaller homes, a, a designer or an architect can do so much more if they don't have to worry about the ducting. At the same time, you'll, you'll get a comment from a, from a designer, I still see that, you know what I mean? So you get both sides of it. What are, what are the primary differences from, a, from an efficiency standpoint, from a cost standpoint, and from, a, from a, a, a usage standpoint?
2: Well, I think traditionally, on the heating side of the business, um, we, if you get outside of New England and the Pacific Northwest, we don't do radiant heating, so we have ducted systems, and those systems have traditionally been gas furnaces. Um, and then there would be an outside air conditioner. With our new heat pump technology, we can use the gas furnace as a backup and do heating and cooling pretty much year round and only use the, the gas furnace when you go down below freezing temperatures. And in most climates we, in the US, we don't see that. So the heat pump technology is really changed the is changing the industry for heating, and as well as cooling technology.
0: Now you sell you sell both styles. You yeah. still have furnaces we do. and air conditioners. We do. So um, when you have both, I guess it's a it's providing just more options for the homeowner. Yeah. But also, one might be more efficient or more effective well, based on
2: climate. Well, from an environmental standpoint. Um, you know the heat pump technologies are are going to be the future. You have a lot of states, California, um, New York State, being they have st- they have um, standards that they're trying to get to. They're trying to in, in New York State they're trying to elim- uh, to uh, reduce greenhouse gas emissions by thirty percent. Uh, by 2030 and 50% by 2050. They can't do that putting in gas furnaces, gas boilers, oil boilers, they can, but they can do it with heat pump technology, both ground source and water source and air source heat pumps.
0: Back to the tankless water heaters for a second, because it's, it's funny, when I have the conversation with, with you, I know, I, I know how you think as, you know, here's the efficiency and here's what it does and here's, I'm also thinking about from a designer standpoint, and I see a designer walking through the house saying, you know what, there's a 40 gallon tank. I can get rid of that, and I can, I can put a smaller tankless somewhere, and I can actually design that space now. I can use it. What are, what are the fundamental differences, aside from size, between a tankless and a tank water heater?
2: So most tank water heaters operate at about 80% efficiency. Um, it used to be 60 to 70 percent, but now they're up to about 80 percent efficiency. And the, you, because you have standby losses, you're also losing energy that way. So for every dollar that you put into a water heater, you get about 80 cents worth of water heating out of it. And in addition to that, you've got your standby losses. With a tankless water heater, we don't heat; we don't use any energy until you turn on the tap. Um, so for every dollar that you spend on... Uh, water heating you get 96 to 97 percent out of it so 96 cents on the dollar um, for for heating your water so I think that's the biggest difference It's the compact size that the fact that we don't use any energy um, 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days of the year we only heat the water when we're using it.
0: and from a cost standpoint this is one of those products that over time winds up paying for
2: itself. Absolutely, the the installation cost is more, the cost of the product is more, but if you look at our tankless water heaters, they're all copper and stainless steel construction. Whereas a storage tank is basically a couple of pieces of steel put together and they put a a lining on it, which is an enamel tank. Uh, So an enameling inside it, something called glass lining. Um, And those are eventually going to leak. And they're usually leaking on a weekend when you're not at home, you know, um, or you're away on vacation. How How do
0: they know when to do that? Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. It is. Last question for you is I wanted to know about the technology that you guys are working because everyone's looking for apps to control. Apps to control from a remote location, from within the home, to be able to, if the water, if the water sensor goes off, the app notifies you, so at least you can call the neighbors that there's. But within the technology itself, which in the within the um, the product themselves, the
2: technology, how how big a part of that is the company, as well. So every product that you'll see from Bosch coming moving forward, every appliance that we have in our booth next door here, um, are all connected. And every product that we're introducing to the, to the US market is also going to be connected. Because when I talk to contractors and I talk to installers, they tell me, I don't want to send a service guy out to the field without knowing what the the fault code is so i can have the correct part in my van to go out and fix it so every product that we have is is in the future going to be connected we have connected tankless water heaters we have connected heat pumps and we have connected thermostats so everything um, in this in this new smart home technology is going to be connected And, and bosch has their own division called smart home where they're working with all kinds of different products to, to, to w- work into what we call the uh, eventual smart home. Because, you know, as you know, everything is going to be connected in, in this future.
0: Kyle with Bosch. Thank you. Thank you. This is a special episode from KBIS. You know, finding new products is crucial to the success of any creative business. Here's another one. It's Article. Article, the online-only furniture company inspired by mid-century style and Scandinavian simplicity. As a design trade pro, you are going to love the style and the quality of Article furniture. Here's the best part. Article's created a trade program specifically for busy designers like you. Joining the trade program is free. Joining the trade program is free, and there is no minimum for you to start receiving trade discounts. None, zero. Your clients will love this product, you'll love all of the furniture from Article, and now you have some help. What's more, they have exclusive designer pricing that cannot be found elsewhere for less. They offer a standard one-year warranty on all Article furniture and the shipping. The shipping is flat rate in most cases, if not free, and it's fast. Stock items ship in two weeks or less. They handle special invoicing, tax-exempt purchasing, and the customer service is staffed by design professionals, real people who come from, the, come from the design trade. These are people who know what you're trying to accomplish and have the authority to help you get what you need. For all the details and to sign up for Article's trade program, please go to cxd.article.com. CXD is in Convo by Design, cxd.article.com. Thank you, Article. Okay uh back to capes now this next product was like a little treasure for me acoustablock is the product and they specialize in noise abatement it was it was important to me because noise pollution is probably one of the most ignored elements in building and design as i see it i record from a home studio i can't record in the morning on trash day. And I know when all the gardeners come, I know most of the dogs and their barking habits in the neighborhood. It's unfortunate, but I have to work around it. But it's really a crapshoot. So when a product comes along that actually addresses it in a meaningful way, as I haven't seen anyone do it before, it's pretty interesting. So listen to this from Acoustic block Sean with Acoustic block Okay, so we're at Cabus and I walked by and I stopped dead in my tracks because one of the one of the folks here at the booth was doing the demo. And it, it, when we're done talking, we're going to go over, you're going to do a live demo of this thing, right? Explain to me what the demo is and how it works and why it works. Be- you can hear it, see, exactly. Because of what you guys do, explain this to me.
3: Okay, so the concept was, I, I wanted to be able to demonstrate how effective our product is at stopping sound. So, I build a base, basically took the material and built a small room, a little cylindrical room, out of the material. So we pump up a little stereo inside there that's about 100 dB, and you're effectively hearing about 50 dB to 60 dB is being squashed by the box. So it shows you what the material does by itself with no drywall, with no framing, nothing. So what it's doing is as the acoustical sound hits that material, it vibrates the material internally. It's a viscoelastic polymer. So as it vibrates internally, it burns off this energy in its own mass. And since it's a limp mass, so it's real flexible, it's not rigid like drywall, concrete, soundboard, breakboard, all these things that everybody typically uses, it has a different transmission loss. So um, it's just a very effective way to, to show people how well it works by itself.
0: And, and it's funny too, because as I was walking by, one of the reasons I, why I, I love this this is so great for radio. <laughs> yeah.
3: They're, they're very curious over there. They really
0: are. I think they just like the sound, <laughs> the song. Um, but what's cool is because, you know, I record in the living kitchen studio and it's, 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 it's in a neighborhood. And so when the lawnmower, I have to know when all my neighbors are mowing their lawns and when the dogs are barking because, or when it, I don't record on trash day. Right. It's right. a thing. But... This is really interesting, and you're you're using it in a lot of different ways. How are you guys using it primarily
3: now? Well, we've got a lot of different sectors of business, right? So you've got residential, people that are end users that call us up, they have a problem. That's typically how we hear about a problem from a homeowner. And then you've got architects, which might be looking for a solution for a new project. Then we have contractors that are in between both of those people. And they're saying, uh, residential owner wants me to help them, or an architect doesn't know what to use. And then we have industrial, which is huge, which is like industrial manufacturing, occupational noise uh, abatement. And we do a lot of that with our, we have a patented outdoor sound panel that we have an industrial version and we have a hurricane version. That gets used to stop uh, noise around a workspace or a a machine or a process in a manufacturing plant. So that in itself is a huge business for us. And, but we see the same people like, well the same product being used in a residential setting. Maybe you've got somebody that's got a really nice house and they've got big pool pumps and they don't like hearing them when they're on the lanai or the patio. You can use the same panel we would use at say, a huge industrial manufacturing plant. You can use it around your pool pumps and it does the same thing. It blocks that noise from intersecting you. Um, I don't know. We, we have our acoustic fence, which is a line of sight acoustical barrier. You just tie it onto a chain link fence, and we have high resolution graphics that can be transferred onto that, so it blends right in with the uh, with the landscaping of the house.
0: That's fantastic. Well, and and I'm thinking too because you know in Southern California, where where I'm based. You know, we're close together for the most part. You know, sure. there are pockets where we're not, but and the city is is growing denser and denser all yeah. the time. The 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 infill projects are becoming more and more because we're
3: running out of space. You guys spend a lot of money to be closer and closer. We <laughs> <laughs> that is so
0: true. That is so true. So tell me something. How do, how do architects, designers, how do they spec this? Because I'm and I'm seeing this a number of different ways. I'm seeing a lot of usage. I'm seeing like you were mentioning, you know, maybe a designer is putting is moving a master opening a wall moving something from one space to another but now it's closer to the street or maybe now it's closer to a yard where the kids play and it and it it does it shouldn't be how how do designers spec the product
3: okay so the first thing they do is well i mean they'll typically call us up and say tell us about your product i i can i can see it's some kind of membrane it's this or that is it rubber? Is it this? They don't know what it is. So we tell them what it is. It's an eighth of an inch thick, so it's very thin. It weighs over a pound per square foot, so it's pretty heavy. Where the kind of acoustical magic happens is because it weighs so much, but it maintains that flexibility, that's where it does better than like double drywall, triple drywall, quadruple drywall, because again, the thicker and the denser or stiffer you make your walls, the more of a transmission path they become for sound. So we want the wall to kind of breathe and and move and and flex. So we'll tell them how they can implement this into a standard construction assembly. We weren't setting out to re-engineer the world here. What we wanted to do was say, if we could help like 80% of the people out there with something that's simple, that they don't have to pay their architect to redraw their plans, they don't have to have a, a project manager micromanage the acoustical elements of the project. These are all things that you can do, you know, when you build a studio and all these other things. But for the average person that just wants better livability of their home, why not just throw something in the wall that gives them, maybe cuts 80% of what they hear, and they're extremely happy. And they didn't have to really change it. It was just like a change order. It's it's like, uh, you know, instead of granite, I want uh, Corian, or instead of, you know, solid wood, this, I want... It's just a change order on a house, if you're dealing with residential. Commercial? They just add it. They just add it.
0: <laughs> is is there, um, what about windows, doors, openings?
3: Windows doors and openings, those are all always gonna be a breach, right? We can't really help with those unless, if it's say a recording studio like yours, right? So you've got this little post-production studio you wanna do, or maybe it's, you're gonna shoot and do dialogue in there. You could create a window plug out of our material with some of our quiet fiber, some of our, it's very versatile. So you can kind of create your own solution just purchasing some of the raw materials. And it may be something you just push in the window while you're recording, and then when you're not, you pull it out and just sit it to the side. Um, But windows and doors are always gonna be issues. You always wanna have a door that has the highest acoustical value you can get, and then you wanna have um, a threshold that seals. You want a, a door stop that seals. There's companies that make stuff like that. We don't make that. But you do need to worry about the doors and the windows because they're gonna be the biggest holes in your barrier system. Because our system, it's a barrier system.
0: Aside from that, mm-hmm. curious. Aside from the the in internal application yeah. or the flooring application, right. yeah. is is this is the product suitable for something like a baffling panel or an abatement panel? You know how you go into a, into a, a studio and and they'll d- generally have the, the high density foam. Yeah. It almost seems like this is more of a deadener.
3: Oh, absolutely. Than
0: something like that would, and you're not talking about a, a full application. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just curious because I feel like there are other applications for this that you guys have just sort of barely scratched the surface. You know, of.
3: there's. I, I, I'm not going to say his name, but there's a there's a pretty famous producer that that I'm getting ready to go visit, and he had a unique request. So he is a uh, creates scores for movies and things, right? and he's been doing it forever. But he wants to have a small studio in his original apartment in Manhattan where he cast his first one, he got a Grammy and all this stuff. And he goes, I need these panels to be movable, but I want to be able to move them in place and lock them down, and then I can do all my recording, and then I might want to move them out of the way. So what I did is I'm coming up with something that will make sense for him, could make sense for any recording engineer or any producer. You could roll these panels in place and they would consist, again, Using our materials to create your solution, this is the kind of thing. Um, They'll be movable panels, and yes, they're, it's much more effective than like foam. So foams and soft materials that usually have like it's called an NRC, a noise reduction coefficient. Those panels work really well to control reflection. You know, reflection buildup, things to where you just don't want to sound like you're having this interview in your bathroom. Okay.
0: It dead. It deadens the yes. the, the audio wave. It yes. deadens the wave. Yes,
3: but. Our material doesn't just deaden it; it stops it. So, we're talking about a full-on sound barrier. When you use our Quiet Fiber with it, it controls the reflections, and then the Acousta Block, the Block 16, acts as the barrier. So, you could have a hybrid panel like you're talking about, which would be both components, maybe wrapped in fabric, maybe installed on a piece of plywood on wheels. It could be something that could roll in, and that's just a, a that's a DIY thing, right? I mean, that's But we don't produce a manufactured panel like that. The only one we do is our industrial panels. Little heavy duty for, you know, your studio.
0: (laughs) Sean, I'm I'm geeking out on this. I really (laughs) am. Um, Okay, so now the question that always comes up, and it will come up too, is the cost versus efficiency versus how
3: it works with the other design elements within the house. It's an incredible value. So, you're talking about something that you can throw into a project for a $2, dollars 2 dollars two twenty. depends on how much you're buying, but this the small price per square foot that you can throw into any assembly and increase its acoustical characteristics, right? Without changing the dimensions of the interior shell of the building, I mean, you're only increasing it by an eighth of an inch. You don't even have to push out the electrical boxes further. You can just install it and put your drywall on and you're done. So it's a great value depending on what kind of noise or sound uh, or frequency spectra you want to stop or block or absorb. That would dictate what level of our products you would engage in, right? You may need one. You may need two. You may need three. You may need some vibrational deflection springs. You may need all kinds of things, but it's all all based off of what the need is, based off of what the sound or the, the noise that you're dealing with.
0: Okay, and again, this is my second last question. Uh, The application itself, is it nailed in, screwed in, glued on,
3: yes to all of the above? Screwed? It could be yes to all of the above. Uh, We typically recommend you screw it on. We have a special screw for a wood stud or a metal stud that it it, it kind of embeds itself into our product by about a sixteenth of an inch. This way, your drywall is not sitting on the top of the screw heads. It sits on top of our product, and then you don't have any drywall issues, whether it's wood or metal stud. So that's the way we go on. It gets screwed on. You only need a couple screws per stud leg, and uh, you do it horizontally across all the studs. Then you come back and you do another score horizontally. Then you come back with our sealant. You, see, you, you flip up the, the lip that you overlapped it by like an inch. You seal it with our sealant. You pull it together with the tape, and you're done.
0: And what about the fence application?
3: The fence, yeah. So acoustic Fence is a it's 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 similar in concept, but it's a UV tolerant. It's specifically engineered to be an outside product. And what we do is we thermally bond a reinforcement strip all the way around our Acousta Fence, and then we grommet it. So now you can we ship it with stainless steel wire ties, and you can grommet, you can hang it from a, a chain link fence. That's a typical application.
0: And and is it, a, is, it a, is it a vinyl wrap that's put on top of it or is it is Oh no, it?
3: there if you want it if you want the fence it's normally green or black. If you want the fence to look like the environment, then what we do is we take either your high-res shot which you could provide us with, right? Or we supply a stock shot of maybe plants, fencing, brick, whatever it may be to blend in with the The whole architectural feel of wherever you're putting it
0: sean that's awesome (laughs) thank you you're welcome i think sound management is the new air quality concern air quality concerns are always going to be relevant but we've we've kind of addressed those in significant ways over the past i would say 10 years noise is the next is the next frontier as our communities grow uh more dense and in cities like la where infill projects absorb every available square foot and with that comes construction noise more neighbors more cars just more noise this interrupts sleep work relaxation quality of life it affects the work life and life at home i once had to work in new york for a week and i thought i was going to absolutely lose my mind because the sheer amount of noise and it rarely stopped even at 3 o'clock in the morning, I realized the difference when I got back home. If you're thinking about noise abatement, check out AcoustaBlock, because I think it's really interesting. They, they didn't pay to be on this. I found them, and I just, like I said before, it was like a little dream. It was, it was a joy, and this nugget of gold that I found. So if you're thinking about noise abatement or you have issues, check them out. By the way as I said, none of these appearances were paid for. I interviewed them because I was genuinely interested and I thought you would be as well. So three very different products that I thought were incredibly cool and useful, and I hope you, uh, I hope you find a way to, to use them. The 2019 Kitchen and Bath Industry Show is a wrap, and it was so much fun for me to see all the new products. I got a ton of ideas, and I will be bringing you more from those um, at the show in the weeks and months to come. Thank you for listening to this episode of Convo by Design. Have you subscribed to the podcast yet? Are you checking out the videos on YouTube? You can see videos from the episodes, uh, like all three of the products featured on this episode. I know I'm asking a lot here, but please also join in the conversation on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. As always, if you have a question about the show, a submission uh, or idea for an upcoming episode, you can reach me at design at outlook.com if you need links to everything mentioned above you can find them in the show notes thanks for listening until next week keep creating convo by design is proud to be working with vendome furniture design culture it's the key to their success it's what pushes them to consistently create new collections that give spaces a new dimension they create dialogue between environment and form Vendôme pieces can transform the simplest space into one filled with glamour that is both unique and extraordinary. And isn't that what design is all about? Creating atmospheres where you can take hold of life and enjoy it to the fullest? Vendôme products are simple and elegant, contemporary and exceptionally comfortable. Their crafted, modern, durable, molded resin, glass and metal designs are unique and they beg to be enjoyed. They search the planet for the right designers that embody the Van Damme spirit and work together to create remarkable pieces into an exclusively Van Damme mode of expression. And if you haven't seen Van Damme before, you can check them out in uh, some of the Convo by Design videos you'll find on our YouTube channel. But you can find them in their showrooms at the D&D Building in New York, Wynwood in Miami, and the Pacific Design Center here in LA, or online at Vondom.com.